Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our 59th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play. I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novosel. Sup? And also with us, our volleyball and beast of the East, who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hi. And our final member of the GMT Quadfecta, the man with music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and Lacaretta in his old stomacho, Mark Boucher. Yo. Those are some great one-word intros. <laughs> Folks, if this is your first time, <laughs> this is your first time joining us, welcome to the jungle. We've got fun and games. We got everything you want, honey. We know the names. We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you got the money, honey, we got your disease. Um, if it's not your first time joining us, welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to the same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around, but those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have that thought? They lead you back here where we need you. It is so hard to. I don't know to what you're even talking jingle about. Jingle in my head when you're Isn't talking. Isn't music <laughs> so weird when you speak it? I think it's just so strange when you just say it. Hey, welcome to the jungle. And then talking about diseases, I'm like, I sing that. I like referring to the <laughs> podcast environment as the jungle, though. I like that. It is nice. It is very contrary true. to popular belief. I do not want to watch you bleed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I would question our friendship if you wanted to watch Speak me for bleed. yourself. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> let me, let me, okay, let me ask you this question. that's good to know where everybody know stands. Where <laughs> yep. Do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that beautiful music that I just spoke and we just kept going with, uh, Ronnie, what uh what's been going down in Chinatown, my friend? Oh, um nothing too crazy this week. I did uh follow up and I watched another Marvel movie, which actually okay. I have seen before. Um uh, oh. I made it to the first Avengers in the nice. series, so I got to watch that again. Um and I just have to, to say America's like, butt. I know. It is something. I absolutely love those Avengers movies. Like just the, the mm-hmm. first one too, like so good. Like they're all standing down on the street, like all like back to back, ready to square off against this entire army. Like that's like a goosebump scene. Like that just gives you chills. So awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Iconic. It really is. For sure. Um, but uh, so I watched that one again, which is good. Um, I think that's all as far as movies go. I started watching a new TV show. Actually, um, have you guys ever heard of Mind Hunters? No, mm, no. Is that I Netflix? Cannot say I have. It, uh, yep, you know what? I, I have. I love it. That felt not uh, true. I was just trying to feel like <laughs> what it's be like to be Ronnie and lie. I was looking for insincere, but not true also worked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So, so why don't you enlighten us, Ronnie? So it's this movie where um, these two FBI agents, and I, I. Don't recall if it's Wait, in the... Wait, did you say a show or a movie? A show, TV show. I think there's two seasons. And okay. um, 
there is these two FBI agents. This is the way it starts. I'm only into the fourth episode, I think. Um, the first season, I think, is ten episodes. But they're, it's either the 60s or the 70s, and I can't recall. I th- think it's the 70s. Um, but they're FBI mm. agents, and they're talking about... They, they basically travel around talking to other police departments about crime and criminals and, like, I guess kind of, like, think outside the box. So one of the... Um, one of the FBI agents is extremely into, basically he has this thought that they can't really understand why people are doing what they're doing. So how can they catch them in doing what they're doing? And what they start doing is they interview, uh, like serial killers that are locked up in jail and, um, they start talking to them about their crimes to try and get a better understanding for, what they like their thought process, why they did what they did, like, and just try to like get a, like an actual understanding for, you know, what is actually happening. Because up until that point, everybody looked at it as, you know, basically this person that, you know, killed a bunch of people was just evil. Like they would just describe him as this person was evil and, you know, they, that's it. And they never looked into like the psychology behind it. Um, like psychopath, you know, like what those things actually are, what they mean. So by starting to look at it, they are starting to figure out, um, and in one of the first few, I think it was the third episode, one of the police departments that they're at, have them look at this case. So they give them all the details of the case. And there was, I guess, two murders in this case that were very similar. So they end up actually finding the guy because of things that they had learned from a serial killer that they had been interviewing which is extremely like, it's just really interesting from a psychological standpoint. Um, and it was the FBI's like first. So from what I understand, it's, it's a true story. It was the FBI's first like dive into like, um, psychological evaluation of like criminals. Mm-hmm. And like using killers to catch killers. Basically. Yes. Using them as a resource in order to help basically stop these sprees of murders from happening or catch these people mm-hmm. after they do, you know, whatever. Um, so it's really interesting and I'm only in the fourth episode. Um, I just started the fourth, but, uh, they've just been like the two FBI agents. Like they kind of like one of them started like interviewing a serial killer kind of like on the side. He was visiting prison and, uh, and interviewing this guy. And then they ended up like cracking a case. So they basically are granted like a little bit of time that they can spend during the week on this, on this project. And, and now it's kind of growing and growing and growing and now people are getting behind it. So it's really kind of cool to see the whole like transformation of that and how they're actually using like what they've learned from these serial killers to help catch other killers. Um, so I started watching that. It's, it's really good. It is. Um, I think this, this one is on Netflix. Um, and like I said, there's only two seasons. So that was one of the reasons that I wanted to, like, I was good with taking that on, like, you know, a four or five season show, like just seems like. You know, it seems like a serious task to start to start up, but um, no, I've I've been watching it and I'm actually really really into it. So I've been actually kind of watching a couple episodes the past couple of days, um, and Elizabeth is like uh, tearing me apart in the episode. She's like on episode ten now, but <laughs> she was also yeah, sick, leaving you in the dust. She, yeah, she she totally will do that, but um, but no, it's a good show. I, I, if you're into like true crime and, and things like that, um, from a psychology standpoint, it's extremely interesting. Um, there are uh, parts in the show that are um, they're graphic. 
you know, they're graphic. They do show pictures of crime scenes. Um, there are, you know, obviously actors playing serial killers, uh, describing some of the murders. Um, so it is a very graphic show. It's not for kids, um, under any circumstance, but it, and if you're, mm. you know, if you're a little weirded out by that stuff, I would totally understand. Um, but I, it is, it is really, really interesting so far. So I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Cool. Nice. And then lastly, um, I sent you guys a picture earlier today, played in a Halloween volleyball tournament. Um, yes. Elizabeth dressed as R2D2 and I was a, uh, rebel X-wing fighter. I actually found mm -hmm. a pair of like board shorts that were orange with the actual like rebel emblem on them and everything. So I was pretty pumped about that. Uh, we did okay in the tournament. We did not win, but uh, we made it pretty far. Uh, so I was I was pretty happy with that. And we had a really good time. But other than that, um, uh, Elizabeth, like I said, has been sick. So I'm hoping that that is just a sinus infection, and I'm not going to catch that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping. Yeah, you're you know, in. My fingers are crossed. You're in ground zero now. I mean, yeah, now that you, she's living with you. Yeah, when you when you live with the person that's sick, I mean, it's just a gamble on whether you get sick or not. You can take precautions, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you're living here, you're breathing like the same air. Like, you know, if you're gonna get sick, you're gonna get sick. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so I, I got my fingers crossed on that. But uh, as far as the week goes, that's that's pretty much it for me, guys. Uh, Ronnie, quick follow up question. Yeah. You said that crime show is set in the 70s, right? Mm hmm. You know what else is set in the 70s? The original Superman. And if you watch the last 45 minutes of it, you will have a deeper understanding of what it was like in the 70s. And it'll give you insight into the show you're watching. Uh, yeah, honestly, that, that, that is actually weeks. true, giving me deeper insight yeah. into the 70s. However, mm -hmm. the show that I'm watching was made in this century. And that was actually made in the 70s, which is why it looks like an ostrich is running for him when he's running alongside <laughs> the train. Okay. It was Touché. really bad. I can't it argue. It was like a top and a bottom that. that didn't even fit together. <laughs> when I saw that one, I was like, man, there's no way I'm making it through this. <laughs> oh, man. Now, if they like recreated Patriki. it, I would watch it. But okay, you'd you'd watch the last forty five minutes of the uh, of the new one remastered, yeah. recreated version. Probably, I still need to like create like forty five one minute snippets. <laughs> you I do have done it. Text message it to him every day for the next forty five days. I think he could get through that. Probably, I, think I don't could. know. Probably, right? for I sure, may though. miss a few in between <laughs> here and there, but uh, for the most part, I would get it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. The problem also mm -hmm. is that you showed okay. me the ending and. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's how it ends. Also, not great. It ends with a Superman <laughs> smile. What are you talking about? That's the best thing in the movie. It ends with him movie. flying really fast and the earth turning around, which stops time and rewinds everything, which is the most ridiculous thing. Ever. We've already talked about that. That's that's how time travel works. Yeah. Uh -huh. None of this Avengers, none of this Back to the Future, That doesn't. that's not how it works. It's mm -hmm. Superman turning... The world on its axis backwards. Everybody just pays him a surcharge to turn it around and go back. <laughs> yep. Charge you $200 a rotation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Patrick, yeah. how about you, my friend? Oh, uh, yeah. This this past week has been uh, pretty good. Um, Claire had her conferences 
uh, on Thursday. I know we had talked about conferences and how we don't go to them. Uh, we go to the first one, but we don't go to the second one. So we went to this one, and uh, right before we went and talked to the teacher, outside on the walls uh, were um, the kids' projects. They had to write certain stories about certain things. Uh, one was like the what what the best part of her body is um and why is it um some people were put put their their mouth because their smile some people put their legs because they like to run blah 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 then there was another story uh that the kids had to do and it was called uh my hero and the kids had to um write about who their hero was and right before we went to the conferences i'm reading this and it was one of the most i don't know like good feelings I've had in a long time because uh, my daughter had written who her hero was. So I'm going to read what she had written. It's only uh, uh, just a paragraph. Uh, but nice. she had she had pulled a, a Ronnie and the rules didn't apply to her because she had um, <laughs> her hero was two people. <laughs> oh, so mm-hmm. this, this is it. She says, my hero is my parents. My parents are my hero because they take care of me because they love me. My parents are confident because they protect me from whatever happens. They're helpful to me because they would do anything for me. My parents are willing to let me be myself because me because they love me the way I am. They are inspiring because they are my role models and I look up to them. So Aww. that it was when I read that Literally. I'm like, Man, she is such she is such a good kid. Uh, literally other, what every parent wants to hear I know yeah. right uh, <laughs> that the, her, her heroes are me and Mel and because we accept her the way she is and we support her in her interests we don't try to change her so it was just like a little bit of an affirmation that we're doing a good job that she really does look up to us um, the conferences were fine but that was uh, we, we knew that but, um, but that was really cool to see um then cool. on uh yeah then on, on friday uh we went to king's island uh, king's island has this halloween haunt uh event where they dress up the entire they decorate the entire park uh with like spiders and zombies and they have like i think like six seven six or seven uh different um haunted houses uh so we went there and claire was pumped she's like i want to go to a haunted house because because last year we went to we went to one and she was she really liked it so we went to the first haunted house the first haunted house was called blackout and it is where you and three other people are holding on to a rope and as you walk in it is pitch black the they say hold on to the rope with your left hand and with your right hand you feel the wall so it tells you like where to go so around corners and such like and such uh but you can't see anything so there, you couldn't see like monsters or, or anything, but you could hear them like right next to you, like breathing and making noises. The, the wall, uh, it, it started off as like a wooden wall, but then it would change to like grass or something that's sticky or something that just feels weird. Um, and then right below us was like, they would have like air machines that would like spray air on us. Or they would have like 
I don't know what I don't I, I don't know what it was, but it felt like tentacles were spinning and hitting our legs, and so we're go- we went through that. It was maybe about two minutes we had walked through it, and we walk out, and Claire's eyes were like wide, like she was scared out of her mind. And I was like, I'm, "Did you I'm like scared it?" You just talking about it. <laughs> Me too. I, no, thank I looked you. at her. I was like, "Did you like it?" And she was just like, she closed her mouth, like kind of like that smile you give someone as you're walking through the halls you just like that weird smile she looked at me she gave me that weird smile and she's like mm-hmm like mm-hmm. no no <laughs> you're, she was scared out of her mind so i was like well that's, let's go to the next negative. one and she's like no i don't want to go anymore after that <laughs> i'm good dad yeah um we went but we did go through to another haunted house um this one was it was it was like it was called chaos it was like a lab like a resident evil kind of lab um, but it was all mirrors, and uh, so you could see yourself. But then there were mirrors where where you could see on the other side, where oh. zombies would like hit the hit the the mirror or the window that it actually was, and it was more of a jump scare. But one of the cool things about that, I don't know um, if you guys have gone to a haunted house where there was there's like a little room um, and a bridge. And it's like a circular room, and uh, around the like the outside of the walls, it would it rotates. So when you're walking across the bridge, it feels like you're also rotating, but you're not really. Oh, yeah. oh Have yes. you guys gone through those? Yeah, it's been a yeah. long time. Every time I go through one of those, I'm like, huh, I'm just gonna walk straight. This is gonna be uh, a breeze, but <laughs> no, I'm always off to the left, like I'm falling over. Oh yeah, <laughs> those those are awesome. And I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of out, as soon as eight o'clock hit, that's when like all the 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 costume characters come out and start scaring people. And it was dark mm. at this time, and Claire's like, uh, yeah, I want to go home. I'm done. Let's go. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, we we left before it got because. From six to eight, we were there, and it was it was light out. There wasn't much you could you could see everything. Um, it was fine, but once it got dark and all the costume characters came out, Claire was like, "Nope, I'm done. Let's get out of here." <laughs> Sounds so, like so uh, Claire's the voice of reason <laughs> in your household. I was like, "You sure you don't want to go to another haunted house? You sure?" She's like, "No, no, let's just go." So we bolted out of there. Um, so that was Friday night, and then uh, Saturday morning. Um, I took Claire out as a for a, a daddy daughter day. Um, Saturday morning we went to see the new Adams Family movie, that new CG oh, nice. Pixar looking kind of movie. Um, yeah, it, it was, I remember watching the live action Adams Family and Adams Family Values when I was growing up. That's what I mm-hmm. remember. Uh, this movie uh, was geared one hundred percent towards kids, and uh, she loved it. I did not. Uh, mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. I, it was it was a mediocre mediocre CG film, um, but uh, but after after that uh, we went to uh, BW threes and um, we had some wings and it was we were together for I don't know four or five hours. It was it was a nice time to to hang to hang out with Claire and it was more it was it was a um, more of a celebration a reward for her doing such a good job. Uh, for this first quarter and conferences and stuff like that. Nice. Um, so yeah, we had a, we had a good time, and then adulting hit in, where our driveway. I don't know if you guys remember coming to the house when uh, we had the uh, live GMG show, uh, but our driveway I has remember. a ton of cracks. You remember? Oh yeah, yeah. I do. Our cracks. 
Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> those cracks. <laughs> I was like, what are these cracks doing here? Yeah, I know. I feel self-conscious about Gosh, it. Gosh, all these cracks. So uh, we, but uh, the cracks are causing problems. There's like grass and weeds that are growing in between them. So we had to tar it up and fill those cracks um, all weekend. Uh, so yeah, it's it's it sucks. But it, the 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 whole the whole uh, neighborhood smelled like that like that tar when oh, uh, yeah. when the road work is going on. Um, it's like that so smell did, of napalm so in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, I don't I don't mind the smell, but the the smell that had entered into the house yeah once so it gets in the ever, house that's too far have you ever have you ever like started making dinner or the wife is making dinner and it smells good in the kitchen but once you go like two rooms over you get like the the horrible like after smell like mm-hmm. two rooms over have you ever smelled that before maybe yeah <laughs> I, <I've, laughs> I don't know sometimes it feels like it goes it can go both ways like it doesn't smell the same. Sometimes it can be bad in the living room and good in the kitchen. Sometimes it can be bad in the kitchen and then good like up in your upstairs or something. But yeah, so that's yeah. what it smelled like. I gotcha. Like the, it was fine outside, but it just smelled really bad inside. So we hmm. lit a few like autumn and fall candles and pumpkin spice candles, and f- I found a uh, a Starbucks mocha frappuccino candle. I don't even know where that came from, but man, that smelled <laughs> <All right>. great. <laughs> um. But uh, mm. but yeah, I was adulting all weekend. Um, on the so your house smelled like basic white girl. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was it was good. I mean, <laughs> let's, I gotta be honest. It smelled fantastic. Let Mark know next time. He'll swing by so we can enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't pumpkin spice latte. It was just mocha latte. Oh, I thought you had said pumpkin. Yeah, Did I thought I? you had too. You went through oh. all kinds of flavors that I don't think go together. But you know what? I was like, it's your house. Whatever. <laughs> are yeah, are they well, really flavors? Sorry, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, what do what you? Oh, sense. That's the word. Sorry, in Portuguese, uh, Brazilians use flavors for everything. They use flavors for pizza. They use flavors for ice cream. Flavors for, yeah. So, uh, yeah, sense. My bad. Um, but yeah, on the gaming front, I went through the uh, my older games with gold and Game Pass games. And I played maybe, I don't know, eight games uh, this past weekend. I was just trying them out and see if they worked. Uh, there was this one game uh, that I don't know how it is titled this way, but it is uh, Tem- Tembo, the Bad A Elephant. Have you seen this, uh, Mark, on Game Pass? I, I want to say. I think I've heard of it. I've heard I, of it I, too. I <laughs> Tempo it the is- Bad A Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> And it's spelled out. I'm like, and Clark's like, hey, what are you putting on? I'm like, oh, you're like, oh, the, uh, an elephant game. <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> uh, but Good uh, thing Mark can't just, read because right now I know my son would be reading that, right? Daddy, what is Tempo the Bad Boop? <laughs> I was like, geez. And then he tells Mark, right, well, I'm like, uh, bust Bad bleep elephant. Is this a family game or is this, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on here, but, but it was a side scrolling game where you're an elephant and. You have all these different powers. I don't know if they're considered powers because you can run fast. You can spray water with your trunk, but you always have water in your trunk. There's no like oh, replenishing yeah. or anything like that, nice. which makes no sense. It's <laughs> um, a superpower. He, re- he produces water with his body. 
I guess. Uh, he also has the ability to double jump and barrel roll. Yeah. I mean, Have you ever seen a... an elephant barrel roll? They can do some damage. <laughs> yeah, that would hurt someone for <laughs> Maybe sure. Maybe I need to watch some Timbo and find out. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there was uh, there were some other games. I, I, I threw on World War Z. Uh, apparently okay. it's like a, a online multiplayer game. I played maybe three minutes of that, and I was like, "This nice. is this is this is awful. I can't get into this." I know other mm. people liked it, but it was to me it was no good. Um, and then I then another one that I played. Uh, one of the big uh, ones that stuck was Dead Cells. Have you okay. have you guys played oh, Dead Cells yet? I've heard of it. No, I'm I think actually I bought uh, it, but I don't think I've actually played it yet. It's on it's Game Pass. Really? Is it? Yeah. Nice. Okay. It's actually um, for me. It's on the way from Brazil, or it's on the way to Brazil because Jared Orr had an extra copy and he sent it yeah. to my father-in-law to bring to me. Now, nice, nice. My, <laughs> I, I found out through my sister-in-law that my father-in-law got it in the mail and I forgot to warn him, and so he just opened it up and it said "Dead Cells" and it had all the artwork and stuff. And my sister-in-law said he definitely made a face, like, "What in the world <laughs> am I holding in my hands?" What is this? John? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Just just bring it with you, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've heard good I've, things. I played like I played maybe about an hour of it so far, and it is phenomenal. It's just a two D side scroller, and you get like different power ups and so forth. And it's there's yeah, it's a like way a roguelike to, game, right? I I think I well I don't know because there's a way to teleport back to certain parts of of, of the level you were just on. Um, I haven't used those yet, uh, but I, I'm I'm sure there's like. Once you get certain power ups later on, then you can unlock other areas, maybe. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it 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 looks great. It's it's a it's a beautiful two D side scroller, um, and I'm looking forward to playing more of it because I've heard very good things about it. It's just like I'm not a two D side scroller kind of guy. So um, when when the one really connects with me, uh, it's got to be really good for me. So like the last one was Celeste, and that was like early this year. Um, right. So I'm looking forward to playing more Dead Cells, and that's yeah, that's free on Game Pass. Cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's I guess that's about it for me. How about you, Marcus James? Well, actually, before I go ahead, Lucas, you go ahead. Mark, I was just going to say that. Good work. Oh, so go ahead. All right, you go ahead, Lucas. Yeah. James. <laughs> you guys want me to go again? <laughs> Uh, maybe. Figured I'd ask. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> uh, so, guys, for me, this past weekend and actually this week is a momentous occasion because my son just turned seven. Oh, so, happy birthday, James Lucas. James Lucas. I don't know. What's it? What's his middle name? <laughs> James, James Thomas. James. James? <laughs> yep, James James. James James Swisher. <laughs> We're like, you know what? What's better than one James, but two James? We should name him James James. Uh, but yeah, he turned seven. Uh, actually, today he turned seven. And so to celebrate yesterday on Sunday, we decided to take him to a little dinosaur amusement park in uh, about an hour and a half away from us. And it was a blast. Not just because James loves dinosaurs, but because it just was a new place we had never been before. It was definitely not an amusement park on the levels of Kings Island or Cedar Point, uh, but it was like, it was just kind of like 
just a little kid amusement park. So it had some little mini roller coasters and uh, the little, uh, I don't know, sit on a dinosaur and go on a little track in a circle. And it had it had this random one that I can't remember what the name of the the little area was, but pretty much you went inside of a, a dinosaur, like a T-Rex that was laying on its belly and you walked into its mouth and it had all of these airsoft, not airsoft guns, but like these these air-powered cannons that you would put like soft uh cannons yeah like it was like it was like, you put like uh soft versions of uh those pit balls uh what are those like just kind of like they're like this big just plastic balls plastic balls except they were made of foam and you'd stick them in the cannons and you would just press a button and it was the loudest thing it was like a t-shirt cannon it sounds it awesome was so loud <laughs> and there were like 30 of them and they're all like three or four feet away from each other. So people are shooting each other like point blank. Uh, oh my gosh. But so, <laughs> it was crazy. The kids loved that's it. That's what the inside of a uh, T-Rex's mouth is? That's correct. Did you ask James if that was, if that was true? He, uh, he didn't care. And so he, <laughs> <laughs> they just went in and they were loading up the guns. Uh, my daughter definitely got shot in the face at least twice. And, uh, you know. The first time, I thought she was going to kind of like start crying because, I mean, it nailed her right in the center of her left eye. Oh, and goodness. it was like watering, and she was like sniffling. And then like an hour later, she's like, let's go back to the cannon room or the gun room or whatever. <laughs> For like, revenge. Right, I guess. <laughs> but it was like, you just imagine 30 like t-shirt cannons going off at the same time. That's what it sounded like. It was so loud. It was just like, tum, 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 like tum. and then you could hold. Oh, man, it was mayhem. And there were just like. Those foam balls everywhere. It was crazy. Uh, but overall, it was really fun. We had a, we had a blast together. Uh, James got to bring a friend, which ironically, his name's Thomas. And he had never ridden Thomas a roller James? coaster before. No, his name's not Thomas James. <laughs> that, that would be funny, though. <laughs> BFFs. Uh, he had never ridden a roller coaster, and he was too short to go by himself, so I went with him, and he tried to make pretty much me realized that I'm an old man because he wanted to go over and over and over. And oh, after like, my gosh. And after like three times, I was like, you know what? We need to take a break because like it was, it, was, it was a pretty decent roller coaster. It was just a figure eight. It was pretty smooth, but like the uh, – Patrick, you'll like this. Like the teacups, the chairs spin. They spun <laughs> while going around. This sounds like a nightmare. They, Oh man, no, it was like you. it no, was like break you. your neck nightmare. You're, you're right. right. I would have PTSD liked that. right now. Yeah. So you get on this thing and it's like a two-sided seat with two people on each side and when it starts going in the figure 8, it goes around like five times and the seats are spinning the whole time. Like oh, gosh, no. <laughs> yeah. Mark you Mama definitely would fest. not have enjoyed it. Yeah. It was uh I didn't throw up, but it definitely made my neck feel my neck and back. I, need, I was feeling it. I need drama mean just thinking about it. <laughs> so he of course loved it tasha loved it james did not so he did not ride that at all he instead rode the uh velociraptor ride where the velociraptors are like standing up and they're just moving like this fast how fast he <laughs> actually got <laughs> for a the picture listeners? yeah for those for those not watching the video feed uh, it's really slow <laughs> And at one point, Mindy took a picture of him with his hands just like on the bar, and he just looks like he's bored out of his mind. But at one point, it played the Jurassic Park music, and that got his attention, so he liked that. 
Oh, nice. Nice. But uh, so instead of doing a party, we decided to do that. Um, and uh, he really loved it, and we, we had a good time. Uh, also, we finished up the OG Star Wars trilogy and watched nice. all three in the last, like, every Friday we watched uh, each consecutive one. Of course, as I said, I think before the kids were very confused how we watched episode four, five, and six and why in the world we skipped episode one, two, and three, but it, it is what it is. Uh, they really loved it, of course. I will say, though, that every time there was dismemberment, like in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, like cutting the Tauntaun open at the beginning, uh, James did not appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> cutting off the arm. I thought they smelled bad on the <laughs> on outside. The outside. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, cutting off the arm of the Horned Yeti, lopping off Vader's head in the vision when uh, Luke is in the cave cutting off vader's hand like all of those moments james definitely like put his hands over his eyes and uh had a small little panic attack but he got over it it was good have they watched one two and three yet oh no we we're holding off on that one a little bit especially actually mainly we're holding off because of i mean episode two is just downright terrible but episode three is like really dark and uh oh yeah gets absolutely it, it you you feel the transition to vader so that, I was gonna say that whole trilogy. There's like arms being lost, heads being oh, lost, gosh. all sorts of stuff. The the younglings. <laughs> oh yeah, the the younglings. But yeah, so uh, that one it's might even be the last one they watch. I'll probably let them watch the new trilogy before I'll we'll watch the prequels. We might just skip Speaking the prequels. Speaking of new trilogy, the the trailer is dropping. The final. It should be dropping, dropping as we speak, right? Who's got it their has, tickets? It has been shown uh, because. My buddy just texted me and said the trailer just showed. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, don't know I got if it's my tickets already. Yet, but homework. Did you? I don't care what the trailer looks like. I'm get. I already got them. Yeah. I there mean, at go. this point, it would just be crazy not to watch the final movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm the kids, now. it would be. The kids have Star Wars fever. Like they loved it, despite James being a little squeamish. Like, they loved the movies. They loved uh, every scene with Yoda, especially in the beginning when he's acting like kind of like a crazy old, just a crazy old <laughs> hermit. And he's like raiding Luke's <laughs> food stash and like, oh, mm, what's this? Oh, yummy. Give it to me. And like, you know, getting all up in his face. <laughs> the kids were like busting a gut laughing at that whole like original scene in, in Empire Strikes Back. And it really like, I don't know if you've had this experience, Patrick, but like in watching movies or like it's the same effect sometimes that people that kids have on Christmas, like especially as an adult, Christmas gets kind of old or holidays or but kids just have a way of re-enlivening like like refreshing things to where it just makes it even more enjoyable than it was before. And I felt like the same way with not that I've never not liked Star Wars, but the last time I watched the trilogy, the original trilogy, I dozed off (laughs) at least Mm. one time in every one of the movies while watching it with Mindy last year. But watching it with the kids, it just it 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 just gave it this refreshing feeling like hearing them laugh to Yoda, hearing them well, laugh. Well, yeah, you're to you're you're watching it and you're also watching their reactions. Yeah, exactly. Because it's the so first cool. time for them. So, yeah. yeah, I get it. Really cool. Great experience. Um besides that on the gaming front, the kids and I are continuing to go through Kingdom Hearts which Oh, sometimes it's really painful. I know we've kind of heard a, a little bit about Kingdom Hearts from other podcasts and other things, but 
This first Kingdom Hearts, I think they recorded all their lines for the movie separately, or the movie, for the game separately, because nobody's lines move together. Like, they don't even sound like they're talking to each other. It's kind of, it's it's borderline My Little Riding Champion, like, <laughs> sometimes, to where, like, I don't know, like, it's just really awkward, the pauses between everybody's lines. It's like, it's like they say their line, and then they're like, wait. Okay, is now, it loading? You, now you what say your it? line. Yeah, it's like it's loading or they're waiting. Okay, it's your turn now. And they just wait. And it's like awkward silence. It was really terribly edited. But that seeing kind of Disney... reminds me of like the original Resident Evil. Oh, like yes. the opening scene. They're yes, like, it's like Barry, that. where's Barry? <laughs> and then yeah. two seconds later, the guy <laughs> looks over. He's like, I don't know. He's probably. And then two seconds later, the guy cuts him off, even though it's two seconds later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It's pretty much like that. The only thing that saves it really is just being in the Disney worlds, not Disney World, the theme park, but like like we uh, we were just in, we beat Agrabah's level, like we went to Aladdin, you know, and Whole New World and all that stuff, hung out with Genie and uh, Aladdin. And then we went to Atlantica, which I did not know that was the name of the place in The Little Mermaid, but apparently it's called Atlantica. Uh, we're there right now. And it's it's just really cool just to see the characters and hear them talk to each other. And they, they got, for that game, they got a lot of the original voices. So in that respect, it's really cool to hear that and to kind of just explore those worlds with the kids. Um, on the adult gaming side, I got the Platinum for Drive Club and Detroit Become Human. Oh, congrats. Which was quite a game and really fun. I will say that uh, I really enjoyed my playthrough where I kind of did things my way and I was had a lot of success in, uh, you know, helping people live and accomplishing, you know, goals in a very respectable and peaceful manner. Um, but getting the platinum, I kind of had to explore the bad choices and yeah. I did not, uh, enjoy that so much. Mm, that was no. kind of depressing. Did Patrick, did you go for the platinum in that? I did. I did get the platinum and like when, like in your first playthrough, did you just play the way you wanted to play? Yeah. I, 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 and even if like I like screwed up or I would go back and do it again because I knew the way I wanted to play and I felt like it was going to work out if I played it my way. And it did. And, yeah. it, and it worked out great. But then when I went back and had to like play it, you know, make the wrong decisions, like wrong for me. Oof. Like that the, was, uh, there's, was there's some painful. choices where I think it was Marcus in the, um, Oh man, what was it? Some sort of riot, and he was the choices during that scene. Uh, I, I did not like the choices that I had to make. In yeah, that scene. No, it was it was tough. There were times when I'm like, well, I feel like it was lose lose, and you just kind of had yeah. to take the high road of the bad decision. Yeah, but there was just some really dark directions like my the one that i didn't like the most when i had to take it for the platinum was the detectives part the android detective and the human detective and we won't get into any spoilers it's a really good game i recommend it for all y'all to play even you ronnie i think you would enjoy it uh in terms of the story aspect yeah. of it and the choices uh it that you make like in it a lot like uh kind of like i robot yeah in the mixed with blade um, runner yeah, it was it was it's really good. It's really good. But oof. Man, I gotta go back and, and play it. I, I downloaded it for uh PS plus. Yep. 
Yep. Um, so I'll have to go revisit it. But there's so many other things going yeah, on. Yeah, there are. Yeah. But it's a good sit back and relax, eat a snack while you're playing for the most part. Sometimes the I found the the quick time events sometimes to be a little jarring because like the, the the buttons it would have you mash like moved around with the camera so I was like where which which button am I supposed to hit it was kind of confusing <laughs> sometimes but it was all good uh, so after I platinum those I moved on to Dragon Age Inquisition that old chestnut oh, wow. from really okay yeah I had gotten the disc actually I'd purchased the game last year. Um, when I visited the U.S. and got it on sale for like ten bucks, and uh, it's really cool. Set you know, Lord of the Rings style game RPG. Uh, live you can you can either do it's a Bioware game, so you can either play it as an action RPG or you can like freeze it and you can kind of make your decisions little by little. And and uh, I've enjoyed, I've only played like an hour or two of it, but uh, it's pretty cool so far. I will say that I. I always go into the character creation part at the beginning. I don't know how you guys approach your character creation. Uh, how long when, were you in you the character creation? I mean, it was only like 20 minutes. It takes me forever. Sometimes you can be sucked in. You that. really can. But I always <laughs> I always want to try something different or be like be something different, but I always end up being a human with short hair and a beard as in <laughs> myself. Yeah. Like I can never wow. stray away. I will say the voices were really funny. There are only two voices to pick from. And it's either a guy who's like, all right, guys, this is what we're going to do. Or it's like Shaft, where he's like, all right, so <laughs> let's do this. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to go with Shaft because I don't want to sound like that nerdy little, hey, guys, here, let's go fight the bad guys. <laughs> so I went with the Shaft voice. It was good time. Dude, the character creation in every game, like it is, <laughs> it always traps me. Like I can't even get out of that to get into the game. Like I got to go through yeah. all the options, like hear everything, like see every item before I make a decision. Right, and you like you click through it real fast to see. Okay, remember my lip size, my nose size, my eyes. Yeah, but first ears, you got to go I'm... through all of them, even if you think you found a good one. Yeah, you, you do. Have you have to see. Yeah, yeah. I got to the tattoos part, and I was like, man, it'd be sweet if I could get a Mike Tyson tattoo, <laughs> but they did not have it. <laughs> I was very disappointed. So, but yeah, I started that. It's really fun so far getting into it uh with that uh i think that's all i got so mark save the best for last how goes it uh it's it's going it's It's definitely going for sure yeah Uh, obviously since last week we had our improv episode we didn't really do much of in the the way of updates so um this this is kind of like the past week and a half to two weeks right and um it, it started on a not-so-good note. Um, so I was heading back from... Well, actually, I was still at church. Uh, we had just finished praise team practice, and I got a text message. And it was my buddy from college, and he just said, Dude, I got to tell you something. And I'm, I texted him back. I said, What's going on? What's up? He said, I just got a text message from... Um, my best, you know, he's my best friend. His name is James, uh, from James's aunt that, that he had passed away. Yeah. And, mm. um, I, it was, it, I couldn't, I couldn't comprehend it. Like, no, that doesn't sound right. And so immediately I, I'm trying to go through every channel possible, trying to, um, find his his relatives on Facebook because I knew who they were but I, I don't think I was friends with them on Facebook and stuff like that 
So I was trying to friend all of them. I was trying to find out any information I could. Um, because more and more pe- other people started posting stuff. Because apparently his aunt had reached out to certain people and tried to spread word that way. But um, I was trying to just find any information. Uh, Kristen had to drive home. Of course, we had an hour drive from from Preisting practice back to to our house. And for that whole hour, I was just like scouring social media, just trying to find, trying to verify whether that was true or not. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he wasn't responding to his phone or anything like that. Um, and then his church here that he used to, because he moved back to the D.C. area a couple of months ago where he was originally from. And uh, so his church here in in Lynchburg posted you know with more information um and so um i finally i was like okay this this is apparently true so i texted apparently his aunt had been trying to reach out through his phone um so i texted i said hey i'm assuming this is you know so and so you know the aunt or the uncle you know I'm just trying to find out if this is true. Can you please text me back? And about 5.30 in the next morning, she texted me back. She said, yeah, it's true. Um, mm. And it was it was just absolutely devastating to hear that. Um, it's still devastating yeah. to even think, it about, think about it. For sure. Um, and, and so the first couple of days were really, really difficult. Um. You know, the next day I didn't, I called out of work. Um, I just, I drove around certain places that, you know, I knew we hung out because we were, we were best friends in college. We, that's where we met. Um, and so I just, I just drove around places where we, where we hung out and stuff and, and just, just thinking and, and processing and, and all that kind of stuff because I've had family members pass away, but it just really wasn't like this close. Um, and, and I considered him family. Um, so yeah, the first couple of days were tough. Um, but eventually, you know, cause, uh, his, his aunt and uncle were trying to figure out funeral arrangements and things like that. And there were some holdups. So, um, you know, he passed away on the sixth. Uh, his, his funeral wasn't arranged and, and set up until the 19th. So that was like a good week and a half or so that, um, you know, I kind of had time to process and kind of hit a plateau emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to a, you know, a holding pattern and initially we had, we had planned a, a youth group trip to, um, and I think I mentioned it to you guys last year. Uh, we like to take our youth group to a haunted house. Um, but it's, it's a place called Scaremare. And, um, Liberty puts it on every year, all the college students, they put it on every year. They, they have a location that they pretty much set up like a haunted house. It's two different buildings connected by a wooded area. And, uh, obviously, you know, it's, it's more of a, a, a more of a Christian oriented thing. So it's still a haunted house and it's, it's legit. Um, like there, are, there are definitely some pretty scary moments. Um, but as you go on through, they have a particular theme and 
towards the end, um, they they have areas where they actually present the gospel mm. um, to to everybody who goes through. They they bring you into several different rooms and and they they share the gospel with you, and and so we we plan that. And after this happened, uh, I was just trying to you know maintain a holding pattern of like, well, I don't know when the the funeral is going to be, guys. So we may have to to postpone it or cancel it. Um, but it, when it was looking like it was going to be farther away, I was like, no, let's go ahead and do it. Um, it, it would be good. I don't want to cancel it for us. I, I would be good for me to get out and have a good time and, um, just try to relax. Yeah. By going to a haunted house, but you know, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it sounds relaxing. <laughs> um, but we had, we had a great time and, and the theme that they had was, um, where fear comes to life. And so obviously you had your, your classic kind of haunted house type stuff, you know, your, your, your flashing lights, you know, you've got people dressed up as ghosts and, uh, like scary scenes where it's like you're in the, the operating room and, and there's like somebody shocking another person, like with this random like electrical cord and, and like an operating table or something like that. And there's people like covered in blood and people dressed up in like, you know, those those outfits where you can't really see the face. It's like black and they're wearing like robes and stuff like that. Um, uh, even before you actually get into the house, like there's a long um, roped off line. They actually had people dressed up in different scary costumes and stuff. People on stilts. Like so, like they were super tall. People had uh, they had chainsaws mm. and they were like chasing people in line. Oh yeah, to try to scare them. Of course, the chainsaws don't have don't have a blade on them, but doesn't change know, the just, fact that it gives you chills. That yeah, <laughs> it feels absolutely. like it does. Um and and so that was a great time just to just to hype you up, and and so you know it's two different buildings. They're like I said, they're connected by this this long wooded. Uh, pathway that you have to go through um, and it was, it was a lot of fun for sure and we got through and after that um, Lucas I don't know if they have them in West Virginia do they have cookout in West Virginia like cooking out on like a it's grill? a restaurant oh no it's a restaurant called <laughs> I, was, I, was, yeah. I was going with like a grill hot dogs and hamburgers on a grill yes we have that but no we don't <laughs> we don't have cookout the restaurant no no so um, it started in North Carolina. I think it goes up through Virginia. I don't, like I said, I didn't know if it went up into West Virginia, but it's basically grill style food, but it's a restaurant. Mm. Um, Sounds but good they to also me. do milk. Oh yeah. It's incredible. And they also have, um, milkshakes, different types of milkshakes that they, that they serve. And so after we left Scaremare, uh, we went and got some milkshakes. Um, so that was awesome and very tasty. And the kids had a fun time, which was which was great. Um, and then, of course, uh, this pack, past weekend, uh, we actually traveled up for the funeral. And Friday night, I stayed at my my buddy Zach, his in laws' house, um, which is kind of halfway in between our place and where the funeral was in Maryland. And um, this is a beautiful home, um, very big home. Uh, you know, they had several guest bedrooms that, that we were able to stay in because um, it was it was 
myself and Kristen and then Zach and his wife and they were they were he was very close friends with with James as well so we were all the point was we were going to leave in the morning and carpool and head up to to Maryland um so it was definitely like we got a like basically a, a hero's welcome huge dinner with like uh you know with pork and and mac and cheese and mm-hmm. uh all all sorts of awesome food uh, you're trying to make me salivate on the podcast you need to stop it <laughs> that's exactly what i'm trying to do <laughs> have i succeeded yes yes um but yeah so we had a great dinner and and a great breakfast as well very all-american breakfast um and then we headed off uh for the two-hour drive to um up to maryland for the funeral um the funeral itself was 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 beautiful um you know they did have it open casket uh, so they had like a viewing for the first hour and then the second hour was the actual service funeral service where they closed the casket um james was big into superheroes and stuff like we are um spider-man was his favorite yeah um so basically i um i got like little little pins um with like the different superhero logos and stuff and um all of the family like there were different spider-man ones and all the family wore spider-man pins because uh, it was his favorite and then you know some of the friends of, of you know friends they they wore different other superhero pins as kind of a tribute nice um, very cool so that was cool. cool and uh my buddy actually bought a a spider-man blanket this nice blanket um that initially was you know he just kind of we kind of opened it up a little bit and put it inside we were they allowed us to put it inside the casket um but there was a part of the service where you know they closed up the casket and they took the the blanket out and we're looking at him like what are you doing with the blanket you keep the blanket in there mm. don't you don't you mm-mm. and he shut the blanket and they draped the blanket over the casket mm. and and I was like, and that's where we just kind of broke down. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, man. But um, he'll be buried with that. Um, but he was, he was looking nice. He had a nice, uh, you know, nice dress outfit with a with a vest, and he actually had gloves on, like like nice white gloves. Um, so he was looking pretty stylish. Um, but um, it was a, it was a great service. You know, it was it was great to see all the people that he impacted, and all the people that loved him, and um, I was glad that we had a chance to love on his family as well. Yeah, because obviously it's a very very unexpected thing, and you know, for close family, and they kind of just got this kind of. I mean, it's never convenient for anybody, but you know, just so suddenly they got got all of this stuff dumped in his lap um and there's just a lot of stuff that his family has to deal with even now even after the service is over um because he didn't have a will or anything like that so there are a lot of financial things his things with his car um unfortunately he he was driving uh when he unfortunately had a heart attack Mm. um and she was telling us he 
crossed three lanes of traffic without hitting a single person, drove off the road into an abandoned uh, uh, bowling alley and hit a dumpster. Wow. That's the worst that he did. Yeah. Wow. And in spite of the circumstances and how awful it is, the fact that he was able to get out of, you know, hurting anyone else right. was was pretty incredible. Um but um yeah, it was it was a very difficult week for sure. Um but uh he was my best friend. Um he was my best man twice. Um I was supposed to be his best man and unfortunately that won't come to be, but I will get to see him again. Which is which is the best part is because he knew he knew Christ as his Lord, and I know there's a lot of people that that you know listen to this podcast that are of differing beliefs, um, but it's it's our belief that you know if you if you are someone who believes in Jesus Christ who you have a relationship with him that you know when you pass from this life you are immediately in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, and I know that's where he is, and I know I'll get to see him again. For um, sure. So, uh, in in the spirit of that, and in in remembrance of him, first and foremost, um, this episode, I've asked the guys if we could do this. Um, I've asked you guys um, if we could dedicate this episode to him. So this episode is officially dedicated in memory of James Anthony Radcliffe. Love you, buddy. I miss you. Um, I'll see you again. Um, but obviously, as I as I kind of pointed out, he was my best man in my wedding um, twice, and and so in honor of that, um, we kind of wanted to talk about the the whole, you know topic of of the best man uh what that means you know i know all of us in in you know have have been married have been involved in weddings um have have been a groomsman things like that best man whatever Mm -hmm. um and and so in honor of of james and and the fact that he was the best man uh our topic is going to be about the best man So, uh, yeah, obviously, like I said, we're, we're going to be talking about the best man. Everybody who typically gets married has one in their, in their wedding party. Yep. Or if, you know, for the ladies out there, you've got your maid or if the lady's married, matron of honor, mm-hmm. um, for sure. Um, wait, hold on a second. We have the, they have two names and we only have one. Yeah. Regardless if they're married I don't know. Not, it's an old school thing. We're men no matter it. what. Yep. We're men. We're, we're men. men types. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's some sort of traditional thing. I would have to do some more research as to why, that, why it's that way. But, yeah, yep. they get two names. If they're married, then they are a matron. If they're not, then it's maid of honor. 
Um, but yeah, I know all of us have had one, at least one. Um, so this is your chance to either brag on one you've had in your wedding or one you would like to have in the future. Um, any, any fun stories you would want to talk about in terms of said best man? Um, I'll let y'all go first and uh, I'll bring up the rear. So who wants to jump in? Yeah, before we do that, isn't that the same with Ms. and Mrs.? They don't have that for men, right? It's just Mr. No, no it's what. uh, it's Mrs.ster. If uh... <laughs> <laughs> of course, now that I say it out loud, it sounds like you're saying my sister. So you know what? Though? Like, <laughs> I found out that before a certain age, like if you, I think it's, I think it's like eighteen or something like that. You're actually not called Mister. Like eighteen and below, you're technically supposed to be called Master. What? Yeah. <laughs> Fact checking. Yeah. Yeah. What are we in the so king's that's army? The... Look it up. I thought it was like junior or sport or champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sport. Sport. Yeah, that makes me think of uh, Jeffrey from Prince of Bel Air. Master. Master. What is he? What does he call him? Does he call? Uh, he doesn't Master call Master William. Banks. Master William. Master, Master, Master William. William. Yeah. Master William, Master Carlton. Yes. So yeah, I guess that's uh, that makes it, it true. If uh, that's what wow. they said on Master is for those under the age of eighteen. My goodness. Seems so like you we should be called to... Master after you achieve eighteen. Right. It be should be Mister and then Master. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Agreed. And then One best would think man. that. One would think it would be the other way around, but I, I don't know. I don't get history and tradition. It's just how that's just how. Don't it is. know much about history. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, you should definitely start calling Clark Master Clark. Yeah, I agree. He sounds like a Jedi at that point. Master Clark. <laughs> Master Clark. Let's blow up Maybe. those sheep with the TNT, <laughs> Master Clark. No. I, ca- I call him Sir. <laughs> sir we, whenever Clark. we see each other, I'm like, hello, sir. And he just looks at me, hello, sir. And we just, <laughs> <laughs> we just giggle. <laughs> just doing some giggling. <laughs> okay. So, who wants to brag about their best man first? Mm. So, I can go first. Do it. So, my best man, is no surprise, is my buddy Chris. Hey, Chris. When when I approached him uh, to be my best man, he was 100% all in. And when I mean 100% all in, he was just like, all right, I'm going to plan your bachelor party so you don't remember it kind of <laughs> kind of party. And ah uh, so uh with, with him and like he he uh, he did all the invitations, he got everything together. Like I did I did absolutely nothing. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, you just put it all together. So um all I wanted to do was just have like people over my house and then we would go out and do whatever. It wasn't going to be like some people have like the the destination uh, places or for the bachelor party where they where they go to a lake or they make a trip. Um, I just wanted to be it to be in town, so he knew that. Um, so we had we had a grill out over over my house, and I had I had gotten all of my groomsmen um, humidors, and on the humidors I would have like an alliteration 
um, like emblem on the top of it. So it'd be like Chris's cigars or Scott's stogies or whatever. Um, and then, so we did that and then about, we were there for about an hour and, uh, and real quick, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. What is it? What the heck is a humidor? So humidor it's not a humidifier, is you like you're you trying to your, keep your their cigars. room like <laughs> humid. No. Keeps Different, it at yeah. a hum- nice humidor 72 degrees. <laughs> is where you keep your cigars and so they don't dry out. Ah, gotcha. Ah. So you ever have you ever seen like a box of cigars? People are just like open it up like a little case. There's yep. a bunch of cigars in them. In the movies. So that's, yeah. what the, that's what the humidor is. Oh. So I got everyone humidors. Gotcha. So after about an hour... Uh, a party bus shows up. <laughs> just look at Chris. I'm like, <laughs> all right, here we go. So, so it was just like it was it was me and like twenty other people, and and we took this party bus and we took it to a casino. And by the time, by the time I got to the casino, that's where my memories stop. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> going to a casino with a bunch of money and no memory or filter. Yeah, I had 100 bu- bucks and apparently I went to uh, uh, roulette. You laid and I was it all like, down. All on black and it was all gone in a matter of seconds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done. Smooth uh, move, x but, uh, but yeah, he put on, he, uh, he did, it was a great bachelor party. His goal was for me to not remember it and he achieved that. Um, but yeah, like uh, we, like I've I've talked about Chris plenty of times in in previous episodes where we're always on the same wavelength, you know. Like he comes over every Friday, um, still does. Um, been doing that for for quite some time now, and um, we we see movies together now. What now? I don't know if I have mentioned this before, uh, but uh, my wife loves to see chick flicks, and I don't like to see chicks fl- chick flicks mm-hmm. <laughs> so what she does is she asks chris to go to the movies with her oh yeah and they Gosh. have their date night so i can sit back and not have to sit through a chick flick that's which a is best fantastic. man right there that is a best man <laughs> right he's yeah. that is he, he just steps in uh, and he's been doing that so we we've, we've been best friends for oh man it's been about 20 years and he's been doing that for about 20 years so it's it's oh fantastic gosh. like um she wanted to go see like the downton abbey movie any movie that has that is not like a superhero action flick guy movie uh she doesn't care for so i go see it with chris if she wants to see any chick flick movie she sees it with, it with chris so nice. he's our like movie buddy he's but yeah big. he's he he steps in and he helps out like Anytime I need him, I can call him and he'll be there no matter what. So, like, when um, it's your turn to do the dishes, like, you just call Chris and he comes over and does them? I bet if I asked him, he would come over and do them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you definitely need to test that. I want to hear about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's Chris. So he's he's been, he's been the best. He was my best man. He's always been my best man. So Nice. Uh, always and best friend. So Cool. Yeah. Well, my best man and also best friend uh, was Tom. I've talked about him on the show a little bit before. Um, Tom James? Nope. <laughs> but funnily enough, uh, my son's name of James Thomas is actually partially one quarter inspired by my friend Tom. Uh, we named 
my son James, after our two best friends from high school, my wife's best guy friend from high school was James, and my best friend was Tom, and uh, his his family and close friends call him Tommy, and he hates it with the passion of a thousand <laughs> sons, uh, so we do it even more, but his true name is Thomas. Uh, but then also my my mom who passed away when I was eleven. Her brothers, my uncle's names are James and Thomas as well, and so my son's name is like covered with significance and family ties and best friends and all that. So, uh, but yeah, nice. so my my best man was Tom, and I, I'll be honest that I don't remember a lot of what led up to the wedding and like the week before and like when you typically have like a bachelor party and you know all the festivities leading up like Mindy and I we planned our own wedding we did a lot of that kind of work but at the same time like my best man Tom he he lived four hours away so we didn't really get to hang out and talk and plan things so by the time he came I had a sinus infection and he (laughs) did not have a plan (laughs) and he said so what do you want to do and I'm like I don't know I'm like, that's your job. You, what do you want to do? And he's like, let's go to a Hooters. I'm like, uh, oh my gosh! All right, let's go to a Hooters. Hooters. So we went, and it was a Hooters. Uh, but pretty much, like he just, wow. we just kind of just went with it, and he was just all about the shenanigans. Like he, uh, at one point during the wedding. He, he warned me about this, but he said, you know, for my dad's wedding, uh, his best man put, help me, uh, taped, used tape and put with like masking tape or paper or something on the bottom of his shoes, uh, put help me so that when he was kneeling at the altar or doing something that exposed the shoes, it was kind of like the running joke. He's like, I want to do that for you. Is that okay? I'm like, yeah, that's fine, man. So he did that with tape. He put help me on the bottom of my shoes. And so when we knelt down for the uh, for the communion part, of course, everybody was laughing <laughs> because on the bottom of my shoes it said help me. Um, and then uh, after the wedding, when we went to leave in our car, he, of course, dumped about a metric ton of glitter into the uh, air vents. Oh, no of the AC unit, and so when we turned on the car, now we had this thing, ever since we both got cars in high school, we had this thing that if someone, if one of us got out of the car and left the other inside, we had free reign to turn everything on. Like, we would turn all the air up full blast, we would turn on the windshield wipers, we would turn all the lights on, we would turn the hazard lights on, we would, like, move all the mirrors, and so that when the person got back in the car and they turned it on, like, all that stuff was going off. And, of course, we would, you know, we'd laugh about it, but we'd get mad at each other. Well, he did that to me uh, for my wedding. And so when I turned on the car, that glitter just blew right out of the vents all over the car. And Was we, this before or after the wedding? This is after the wedding. Okay. So when we're leaving, we're in our, like, street clothes. We'd already changed out of our wedding clothes. We turn it on. And I, confession, I hate glitter, like, with the passion of oh, a thousand suns. Right like, there with you. It's like of the devil. Like you, you get it's one fleck of everywhere. Yeah, you get you just need one fleck of glitter on your hand and it, you look away and look back and it multiplies. And then it multiplies. Dimitri Martin and it does Dimitri not go Martin away. said it best. Glitter is the herpes of the art world. Oh yes. <laughs> oh gosh. It is definitely <laughs> and so 
My car had herpes until the day I stole I stole it. Until the day I sold it. <laughs> I did not steal it. Yeah, like so much about you. Yeah, there, you're learning so many things. But I had that car for uh, seven, eight years, and when I sold it, when we sold it, it still had glitter all over the floor. Like we could never get it up. <laughs> never. We used shampoo. We used vacuum cleaner. We used every kind of cleaning solution and cleaning product, whatever. It could never. It never came up. Uh, so he was all about the shenanigans. But on the more serious side, and the, a side that I'm very thankful for, uh, you know, kind of him taking the lead in this. Uh, he actually like made sure that my dad gave me the the dad speech. Um, my dad's kind of. He's not a soft-spoken guy, but he doesn't. He's not a real strong personality, and so he was just kind of going with the flow. And 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 Tom was just like, you know, you have to give your son a, a best man speech, and you know he was very encouraging. And uh, and he got my dad to you know to say some words of wisdom. And to this day, I still remember you know the words that my dad said, and I know it was in part because uh, Tom got him to you know, just speak up and to say kind of what was on his heart and mind. And so, uh, you know, for my friend Tom, he really was the, you know, the, the, my best man. And uh, he's still my best friend. You know, we live thousands of miles apart from each other, but we still talk at least once or twice a month. And, uh, you know, I know he's always there for me and always supporting me and, and, you know, sometimes up to shenanigans, but then other times, you know, making sure that, everything's good and uh, asking me the tough questions and keeping me accountable. And, uh, so that was, that was my best man experience on, uh, on my wedding day. So nice, nice, nice. Um, before I go ahead with, um, with the story of my best man, which of course is James, um, just wanted to share a couple of the uh, comments from our joiners. Wait a minute, our do you listeners. Want, do you want me do you to want go? Do you want Ronnie to share? Am I out? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, was like, All right, well, I totally right thought everybody had just went. cut them right out. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, t- tell you what. Let me go ahead and share these comments, and then you go ahead and go. You do it before you do that, though. You go ahead, Mark, <laughs> and read those comments. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, friggin' Nutcase, a.k.a. Travis Pospisil, Popsicle, however you'd like yep. it. Yep. Both uh, are acceptable. He, <laughs> he wrote, Well, seems how I was married twice, I've had two best men. The first does have a story with it. We were just having a small justice, justice of the peace marriage at a tiny park here in our town. We lined up, and my best man, who is my little cousin Phil, like a brother to me, well, he stepped in poop. He tried his best to wipe it off. His back, baby. Wait, yeah. In, in the in the in the courthouse? <laughs> yeah, no, mean? he said it's in a park. It's in a park. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> listen to the story, Patrick. It was not in the courthouse. It was in a park. Justice of the peace. I'm like, what? He said, "Justice of the peace, marriage at a tiny park here ah, in our town." Mm. Yeah, Phil. Phil at, Connors at the park. If you go, if you have a justice <laughs> of the peace wedding, can you get them to come like outside of the building to do your wedding? Apparently, I guess so. Is that- I guess you can. Watch out for the poop. At least where he is. Yeah. Well, you got to be Pay careful a little with extra. that. Um, but yeah, so he stepped in poop. He tried his best to wipe it off, but without water, he ch- it just smeared it around. Ugh, oh, what I cannot get away from poop stories here. That's, 
like poop in itself is is bad, but once you step in it and try to smear it, then it, oh. the the aroma oh. is worse. Oh, so much worse. I don't know if so aroma is the right word. No. <laughs> I think aroma is only for good things. I think yeah. so. The flavor and, of and it so is terrible. Travis continues. <laughs> the of it. So the so Travis continues. So the entire time we were there, we all it all smelled. It was horrible. Must have been a bad omen because that marriage ended 15 years later when she left me for another woman. Is this? Yeah, oh, you is heard this that the right. plot of Friends? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a Seinfeld episode, also. <clears throat> So we later found out that, I guess, wherever they were getting married was a dog park. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Uh, my stepdad was my best man for wedding number two, and that was a beautiful thing. My real dad died of leukemia when I was five, so having my awesome replacement dad up there with me was great. Mm. And no poop. Good. So, awesome. Win. Thank win, you so win much situation. for sharing, Travis. <laughs> Stepdad and no poop. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and the second comment that we got about this topic was from one Shiplig, Shiplig, however you'd like to say Mike it. Mike Darty. Mike Darty, dopalicious. Yeah. Uh, so he says, I'm not sure I could give details. My best man was lame. When I was his best man, same rules applied, i.e., no purple clubs. Uh, but I made sure he was front and center in a drag show at Hamburger Mary's. First of all, Wait, what, what is Hamburger Mary's? <laughs> What's Purple Clubs? Come on. Think oh, about you it. know what goes on. You don't on remember the making clubs. purple conversation we had? Oh. <laughs> gotcha. It suddenly just got brighter in here. I gotcha. I'm with you, Splig. Um, I can see clearly but, now. Yeah. The purple's gone. What is? I'm gonna have to Google what Hamburger Marys is because I have no idea what that is. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. I don't know that you want to Google that. Well, I'm on safe search. Sure or a safe club. search. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't Google. Hamburger that. sounds good though. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. People need need to quit talking about food. And he says, after way too many drinks, it was probably more fun. Okay. And then he says, also, I used a Tenacious D song, which I can't repeat the title, as inspiration for my speech at my brother's wedding. And Lucas just showed me the title. And yes, we cannot repeat that. <laughs> nope. I had no idea what the title was, so I had to look, and I was like, I wonder which again. one is I, the... I, I, I oh, love yep, that song. That's it. That's... That song's my favorite of all time. Let's add it at the playlist. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> And uh, he he sent us a picture of his his, you know he was a best man at his best man's wedding if that makes sense, and he sent us a picture of his best man's reaction. Yes, when he I saw that. Reading the lyrics. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, which is priceless, absolutely priceless. Yeah. She's trying to hold it in and save face, but he's like, ooh. <laughs> 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 um. This was his reaction once he got it. Only the guys figured it out, which was the point. Till later that evening, many beers later, one of them decided to play it for his mom. Oh, oh my no. gosh, no. Awkward. Yeah, that's a definition of awkward. Yeah, so. Yikes. I wish I was so, there for that. 
Travis, <laughs> Mike, thank you so much for, for sharing those <clears throat> lovely, colorful thoughts about your best man, uh-huh. best men. Um, so, Ronnie, go right ahead. Uh, I didn't realize before, while you were reading those how tough uh, of an act that was to follow. Yeah, that's a good luck. <laughs> what am I supposed to say now? Um, no, so so for my my wedding, uh, obviously my my first wedding, uh, there has not been a second yet. But um, for my first wedding, we actually decided we kind of threw a wrench into the whole process by we rented a beach house the week before our wedding and had some of like our friends stay with us. Um, so it was cool. It was cool. It was like a whole week down there um, in a really nice like house on the beach. You know, everybody just really hung out and had a good time nothing like too crazy um my best man my best man um uh his name is kevin and actually i was the best man in his wedding years later um we've actually kind of i don't know kind of fallen off you know you kind of get busy in life and then you kind of you know drift away a little bit sometimes from people and that kind of happened with us over the past Mm. few years um but yeah i think um, you know, still love him to death. The guy, I, you know, I still, he's, he was my best friend since I think we were in, man, maybe the fifth or sixth grade back when we were both little fat kids with bowl cuts, you know, playing video games and shooting yes. each other with fake <laughs> stick guns. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, awesome dude. Um, you know, currently I've, you know, over the past few years, I've become really close with a few other people, you know, some of the friends that I've had from a long time, just become more close with them. Um, I think actually the, the, uh, the best man in my current wedding, um, his name is Justin. Uh, we just call him Cybert. That's his last name. Um, Mark, I think you and Patrick maybe met him at volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's got the beard. He's completely bald on top. He shaves his head now, but it's because Isn't he it's part of the discord. Um, I'm not sure. Or am I thinking of, I'm not I'm sure actually else. he may be. Uh, but I, I don't know a hundred percent. Um, I know he's left us a couple of comments before, so he might actually be, but, um, no, he is, uh, man, like, like you were talking about, like Chris, you know, Pat, like, you know, doing, he would do whatever you ask him to do. Like, like Cybert's totally that guy. Um, like I, you know, I think over the past, like three or four years, like I've had him help me move like people that I know, like, cause. I'm always like, man, I need some help, like moving these yeah. people. If it's like a family member or something, I'll be like, man, I need you on Sunday. He's like, like what now, man? You know, and <laughs> like, I need you to help me move another person, <laughs> and uh, and he willingly will do it. Like, and I mean, he's he's very much just a, a pretty much a member of my family. Like, my family all knows him. Like, you know, he's like a brother to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've really come become really close with two people over the past few years. So, um, I think it'll be. It may be a, a co-best man type scenario or um, just Cybert. I cool. always wanted, you cool. know, what's funny is I always wanted to have, so Cybert's really like, uh, he's really fun and just kind of goofy, you know, and like, yeah, just just really fun. And uh, I always wanted to have like, I always thought it was cool when people had weddings where their friends like marry them or somebody they know, you know, like gets their license yeah. and then marries them. Yeah. And I remember I was talking to Elizabeth <laughs> And uh, we were laughing about it. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to have Cybert marry me. And she's like, oh, my God. (laughs) 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 She's like, I don't think so. (laughs) Veto. (laughs) So, yeah, I did uh, did get vetoed on that. But I always thought it would be pretty fun 
uh, to have like a friend, you know, marry you or something like that. Just something kind of chilled and relaxed, not the standard like, you know, tense, stuffy wedding. Just kind of something out of the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Awesome. All right. So obviously um, my best man for for both of my weddings was was james um james is is about the most lovable big teddy bear you could ever imagine um he always had this bubbly attitude he always you know he you just was always friends with everybody um he he knew so many people um i met him in college and uh we were roommates in college for for three out of the four years of my undergrad um you know we roomed together afterwards he was he was my best friend he was my brother um one of the closest friends i've ever had um we've gone through so many highs and lows together um and he was just he was just the literally the best um and to me, it was a real easy decision um, to to make him my best man. Um, for that reason, um, we had so so many good times together, and and so it was it was an easy choice for me. Um, my both my my um, my bachelor parties were very low key. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not into you know the big drinking to not remember things that's just not that's just not me um so my first quote-unquote bachelor party was literally the night before my wedding and we literally just hung out in a hotel um the interesting interesting thing about both of my my bachelor parties was they both involved Krispy Kreme donuts Mm, and I don't know why that that is but (laughs) but um but yeah, so the night before, like we just like loaded up on a bunch of food and and junk food and things like that, and just just hung out in in the hotel room um, the night before, which was a great time. And um, for the second time, um, they actually, you know, the James and and the other groomsmen in my wedding, they got together and and just coordinated a time where we went up to the northern virginia northern virginia area stayed in a hotel the next day we went to like kind of like a, a dave and busters kind of place it's called chesapeake uh game works um and and so that was a lot of fun um and it's just pretty much a lot of hangout time um and and so you know obviously james james was able to coordinate all that with the with the groomsmen and just the fact that he was there and you know he was always so encouraging and just was always there when I needed him mm-hmm. um, and and so that's that's the biggest thing I appreciate about him um, that's the biggest thing everybody appreciated about him was the fact that you know he could always just be encouraging and, and loving towards people. And, and that was his best trait. And so, uh, at actually at the funeral, um, one of the people that spoke at his funeral basically said, we need to have more people like James in this world. Mm. And, and so I thoroughly agree with that. 
And I'm so thankful that he was my best man. I'm so thankful that I got to know him for as long as I did. Um, it's, it's rough that he's gone. I know I'll see him again. But um, as, as Kristen and I have talked about, like, life is a gift. Um, and it's important to remember that. Mm-hmm. And we had the privilege of knowing this man, of being close to this man. Um, to, to loving on him, uh, to getting to know him and his family. Um, the, the most awesome thing was the fact that, you know, we may have lost James and we won't see him this side of eternity, but I feel like we gained a larger family in, in all of James's extended family. Um, because we got to know them. They know that we loved James and that he was someone we treasured and and we developed a relationship through that. Um, so I was very thankful that 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 happened through all of this. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, yeah, I I am so glad that he was my best man. And so I will raise a toast metaphorically speaking to the best man there's a reason that we chose you no doubt to the best men yes to the best man to the misters and the masters yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. all you mr masters and so i will land the metaphorical plane with that all right so what do we do now do we get a taxi from the airport, or do we? Yes, Uber. An Uber. Oh yeah, taxi. What is that? What am I in the nineties? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, real no, quick let's question. Get I have two. I want to give a shout out to the best women out there. You maitre d's of honor. Nope, that's not what it is. Maitre d's. <laughs> you maids and matrons of honor. They're not Gar- servers. Garçon. 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 My wife's matron of honor was is is her best friend also and this sweet this sweet sweet i mean i guess she's a woman now but i still see her as a sweet girl who you know we went to college with and she mindy grew up with uh when she lived in the u.s but she i I really like it when uh, a best man or best woman or matron of honor whatever when they can add like uh like deep meaningful like the toast for example i don't remember yeah my best man's toast, but I remember her toast because during her toast, she got out a note that Mindy wrote her in our freshman year of college uh, because at that time, uh, her matron of honor actually, or her maid of honor at the time, she had a crush on me and Mindy had written her a letter to say, hey, I'm never going to like Lucas. He's not my type. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm true to you. You're my best friend, and I don't want any guy or anything to come between us. And <laughs> on our wedding day, what a lie! She, yeah, she read liar. that note, and she was like, "Mindy, you're a liar." No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was uh, well, the fact that she was there and actively involved right. in your wedding just shows that she didn't let it get between. Yes, and she did not. She did not yep. object during the that one yes. part where the you know the the. The person's like, if there's anyone that objects, speak now or forever hold your peace. She held her peace. Does anybody ever really ever object? 
I've only seen it in the movies. I've never heard of it happening in real life. Yeah. But yeah, so shout out to her. And then the second thing I just wanted to ask real quick, have you guys had uh, any cool experiences or good experiences being the best man? Negative. Not yet. Not yet? I I actually have been the best man. Um, it 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 was really honestly a great experience throughout the whole thing. But I do remember one thing that you made me think you said like, I don't remember the best man's speech. I feel like like the maid or matron of honor, like, man, they always come. They, they always nail it. they always show up to the party. Like they know. They do. Like, they're ready to bury the guy on the other side. Because <laughs> the guy on the other side is most likely like me. And as you guys can imagine, I went in with absolutely nothing written down. You didn't have anything. Like <laughs> I was like, of course, this is just a flow from the heart. True and it form. actually turned out honestly, it was actually pretty good. But I remember following up. Uh, her maid of honor and she wrote like this it was like two pages and it was awesome People crying and yeah yeah oh man there were tears everywhere and then i get i get i hand the mic of course i've got nothing uh <laughs> and like i remember the first thing i said so like mine was more of like a it it, it did get emotional like towards the end but um um <laughs> right at the beginning i was like Oh wow, tough fact to follow. I really wish I would have went first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everybody started laughing. You know? Right. Uh, but it it turned out like to be actually pretty good. So I was pretty proud of that one. Nice. Yeah, I don't I don't remember totally the 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 best man speeches, but uh, between Chris and I, because we were both the best man at, uh, at both For of our weddings. Other. Yeah. It, yeah, and um, uh, but. What I what I like about uh, the best man speeches and the uh, maid or matron of honor speeches is when they throw in like very personal touches to their stories. Oh yeah, uh, like like that, like the like notes like that. Yeah, like, that kind of stuff. It's it's wow. You know, this is this is where we've you've come from, and this is where yep. you are now. Like I love those, those are kinds the best. of things. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, for me, I was a best man three times um for tom i was the best man at his wedding and then another brag about it yeah well <laughs> brag you know, about you it you gotta might as well it's, it's not gonna happen Humble ever pie, again sir. so <laughs> I, don't, I don't foresee being anyone's best man at this point the only thing i could do to be in a wedding is to be the efficient to efficient efficient aficionado aficionado the pastor (laughs) whatever the dude who's who's you know the dude marries them the maitre d maitre d yes the The maitre d of the wedding that's the only chance i have but uh and then i was my best i was my best man no i was the best man for my (laughs) that's great (laughs) i was my own best man nobody's better than i'm clearly the best man Uh, For the fourth my, time. Another friend from high school, and then my roommate from college, who I was roommates with for, I think, two out of the four years. Uh, and, and honestly, the only thing I remember, I don't remember what I did for the speech. Um, I don't remember what I planned for the bachelor party or the hangout. I think kind of like with Mark's, I think most of the time I just planned to hang out, and we all just played video games or ate food and you know chatted and stuff. Uh, but I remember for each one, my main goal was to destroy their cars and to fill it with balloons to, you know, put whipped cream and not spray paint, but like, you know, just like decorate their cars to the max. And uh, that was two out of the three was a success, you know, filling their cars from the floor to the ceiling with balloons and uh, other things and, uh, you know, decorating for wedding 
night, you know, stuff. Anyways, I don't know. Yep. the way you said yep. other things, I'm like, what? What were those? It's exactly what you dead think it is. animals. <laughs> I just like Purple. went. And I, like, <laughs> I just killed a bunch of fish and rats and cats Road and dogs. Kill. Threw it in their car. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but the one out of the three was an epic <laughs> Congratulations. fail because me and the groomsmen, we went up to his car and we, we like just covered it and stuff. And the brother of the, the bride, they had told us not to do it. And he followed us. And after we did it, he went behind our backs and he cleaned the car completely so that all the work we did was ruined. I was so Goodness. angry. I want to be like, this is not about you. This is about us <laughs> and making a mess <laughs> in his car. And that didn't, that didn't work out. That made me sad. But that's honestly the only thing I remember about being a best man <laughs> is messing up people's cars. Good times. Nice. I have been a groomsman, but not a best man yet. Gotcha. You're due then, Mark. You're due. Mm-hmm. Do it. All right. Well, that is all for this bombastically best broman inspired edition of the GMG podcast. If you'd like to join on future conversations, there are a number of ways you can chat with us in our fantastic GMG community. Links are on the show notes and Twitter. There is our Discord for talking about everything from video games, life, dad jokes, and more. There's also Twitter where we are the at the GMG podcast. If you're old school like me, you can also email us at the good morning guys at gmg.com and then the final way you can connect with us of course and also oh don't forget about instagram you always forget about oh, instagram we're on and there and also somehow. there's the instagram where you can look at photos of our topics we're not very active on <laughs> no we're one. not just, just <laughs> hey. once a week uh what's that we have one a the gmg guys or I have no clue. <laughs> Great. I think it's the GMG awesome podcast. Plug, yeah. Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Dumpster fire. Yeah, I think you're right. The it's GMG podcast. You can find it. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram somehow, some way. Just keep looking. You'll get there. Uh, and then the final way. Computers, you can figure it out. Yep. <laughs> you can practice your radio voice by calling us at 929-GMG-GUYS. Leave a message, ask a question, let your voice be heard. And we know what else should be heard. That would be a Mark's Music Playlist. Mark, got some music for us? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, as always, <laughs> uh, you can check out the Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Thank you, Bernabe, once again. And so, obviously, being that our topic was about the best man, I tried to find songs that pertained to, you know, they don't necessarily have to say the word best man, but the functionality of the best man, usually a a good friend, someone to lean on, someone to trust, uh, someone for support, And, and so these three songs are, I believe, a good fit for that criteria so the first song is queen's you're my best friend yes my nice. best friend That's a good one. yes Ooh, you make me live um the second song is club nouveau's version of lean on me which is like a more like 80s kind of you know soul cool pop song yeah versus as much as i love bill withers version um I just think this one's a lot more lively. Fair enough. So we're going to go ahead and add that. And then 
The creme de la creme. Last but not least, for our friends fans, the Rembrandts, I'll be there for you. Yes. Yes, I like it. Approved. So, those are, are the additions to the playlist for the week. I hope that they help you get your good morning on. For sure. Good stuff, Mark. Thank you so much for keeping that up, along with Barnabé. Uh, well, talk at y'all again next week on podcast services around the globe as we talk about a topic inspired by you, our very own joiners. Uh, it could be anything. The topic is in your hands. Do you guys have any guesses on what uh, the joiners or listeners are going to inspire us to talk about next week? Underwater basket weaving. Underwater basket weaving. Did you say skin, Patrick? I don't don't know. You never know. There's lotion in the basket. (laughs) I think we should talk about pants. Mm. Pairs. (laughs) Pairs of everything. Mm. Pairs of pants, pairs of socks. Sure. What do you think? Let's go. What do you think, honey? We're going to talk about clothes. <laughs> Our favorite honey. clothes. I think maybe hairstyles or fingernails. I'm still, I'm, I've been pushing this hairstyle. Talk for about fingernails. <laughs> We're going to talk about pumpernickel bread. You know, speaking of fingernails, Ronnie, uh, one of the ways in which we encourage our children to cut their fingernails is <laughs> Mindy always threatens to paint their fingernails, and James really loves that. Like, I'm not a girl. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, that's all we got. It's good stuff. All righty then, Mark, Pat, and Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends and podcast family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four. Is that it? All right. All right. That's it. It's a quality program. Deleted. <laughs>